It was partly her fault it had happened. What do we have here, Tanessa? Bernard asked. Hannah noticed his tone was soft. No more bad mood for Bernard Gladwin. Tanessa made it all go away. Tanessa's mouth curved downward. It's a mess. This guy, Frank Gullieppi, was murdered in his apartment. That's number 13, top floor. The murder was reported by his friend, Jerome Pete. Did Jerome see the murder? Hannah asked. No, not exactly. You should talk to him to get the full story. He's currently in the apartment of Mr. Gullieppi's neighbor. Officer Bertini is securing the entrance to the crime scene and the entrance to the neighbor's apartment, just in case Jerome decides to leave. Okay. When did you get here? We got here at 035, as did the paramedic. We checked the apartment. It's... well, it's not pretty. Her eyes became distant, as if she was replaying the scene in her mind. She raised her hand, touching the scar on her neck. Hannah had seen her do this repeatedly over the past weeks. Why had they let her come back? The girl obviously still needed time to heal. And now, not long after returning to duty, she'd run into a murder scene on her shift. It was unlucky, to say the least. Tanessa cleared her throat and carried on, her voice a bit formal, almost mechanical. The apartment was empty, aside from the victim. The paramedics rushed to his aid. A few minutes later, after deciding the victim was beyond any help they could give him, they called the M.E. and received permission to declare the victim dead. Then they left the apartment to avoid disrupting the scene. We contacted the dispatcher immediately and secured the apartment's entrance. We got a very basic statement from Jerome Pete and the neighbor. The crime scene investigator, I keep forgetting his name, the short guy, She pulled a sheet of paper from one of the pockets in her gear belt, the crime scene log. She scanned it quickly. Oh, right, Matt. Matt Lowery and Violet Todd got here at 055. Matt told us to secure the building's entrance as well, to avoid crime scene contamination, so I went downstairs. And you somehow got coffee in the process, Hannah said. Tanessa blushed. The neighbor made us coffee, she said. Okay. And in what apartment is the crime scene again? Hannah asked. Well, I'm not sure if Matt decided to include the stairs or hallway as part of the crime scene, but the murder took place in apartment 13, and the neighbor is in apartment 14. Anything else? Bernard asked. The neighbor heard something. It woke her up. But she didn't call the police? No. Thanks, Tanessa, Bernard said. Just sign the log before you walk in, detectives, Tanessa said, and handed it to them. They both signed the log and entered the building. The light in the lobby was dim, the walls cracked and gray, the entire ground floor bare. There was no elevator in the building, and Hannah and Bernard ascended the stairs by foot, keeping to the right side, their eyes scanning the surroundings. Most likely, this was the path the murderer took both before and after the murder. If the staircase was ever washed, it was annually. The entire thing was covered in dirt. The murderer's footprint was there somewhere in the dust, among hundreds of footprints. But if there was a way to determine which was the murderer's, Matt would know it. They reached the top floor, where Officer Sergio Bertini, Tanessa's partner, was standing in front of the door to apartment 13. The detectives nodded at him, and he nodded back. There was no small talk. 
he wasn't Tanessa. The door was a simple white wooden door. On it hung a small black sign with the number 13 written on it. Bernard pushed the door open. It swung in to reveal a living room, and the first thing that met Hannah's eyes was the body of the man, lying on the floor three feet or so from the entrance. He looked about twenty-five, maybe thirty, average height, bald. His face was contorted in a grimace of surprise and pain. His bathrobe was wide open, and under it he was naked. Hannah could see several gashes on his chest, with clotted trickles of blood spilling from them. The body was lying on an off-white carpet, with large brown stains where the blood oozing from the corpse had soaked into it. There was that familiar smell in the air, the coppery, bloody smell of death. No matter how many times Hannah had smelled it, it always...